We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay. (sighs) Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to, to the, the Holy, Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And we're recording for the first time. What has it been? Three weeks? Yeah, it's been like three weeks. That's but it, wild. It almost feels like even longer. I know, it really, really does. It, it really feels does. So long. We got a new uh, uh, holy water, guys. It is. <laughs> Liz just invented it. Right yeah, now. it's so good. It's um, vodka and a lime white claw and this like pomegranate syrup. Holy fuck. It's pomegranate syrup? Yeah. Or like a juice. It's pomegranate juice. And I only did a tiny bit. Oh my god. It looks pretty too. If we ever go on tour, that's what we'll serve at the bar. So good. (laughs) Yeah. Tito's vodka. The only way to go. Fuck yeah. I don't know why it's the an elite vodka. I don't know either, because, like, whenever I order it at a bar and I say, like, let's do Tito's. I'm feeling fancy. I always get, like, a face from the waitress. It's because like, that's, it's like, such bitch. a white girl drink. <laughs> like, that's eh. true. Another white bitch ordering Tito's soda. <laughs> so, wow, groundbreaking. With 11 limes. <laughs> oh, my God. I only order lemons now. In I drinks. only order... I love lemons. Me, too. I don't like limes in vodka. Well, vodka has ruined le- limes for me. <laughs> like every time I tequila taste- has red limes for me. <gasps> oh my god, I drank yeah. tequila over the weekend when nope. I was in Oregon. Mm-mm. People are like, "Can no, we no. get you to take a shot?" And I'm like, "No." Yeah, it's I saw- awful. It's just like no. no. I my body fully rejects. Whenever I take it. a shot of tequila, my body's like, <gasps> "Get it out now!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like immediately. It's like a defense yes mechanism. Yeah. Like we don't have good memories of this. No. So, um. A tangent I want to go off on really quick is... I'm scared. <laughs> I, I had tweeted this in response to something like a while ago, but I've been thinking about it. I think that a lot of the times, like, women are like, I'm going to stay in this relationship with this bum ass because I've already put so much time into this. Don't even get me started on and this. And it's kind of like... Okay, it's called the Peter Principle. What? (laughs) Yeah, so the Peter Principle is, like, you get promoted until your level of, like, maxing out. Like, that's the best you'll ever be. Like, if you ever have a manager that you're like, how the fuck (laughs) did you get this job? They're, Mm -hmm. like, a middle manager usually. Yeah. It's the Peter Principle. They did well at everything else, and then they've been promoted to a position where they can no longer succeed past that. And just apply the Peter Principle... To these men, he's maxing out at boyfriend, girl. Mm-hmm. He is not fiance material. He is not husband material. Sometimes he just, the best he can do is being your boyfriend for a few months. <laughs> it's the Peter Principle. It's the Peter Principle oh, of dating. Oh my God. That's fantastic. I've never heard yeah, that Yeah, just because he has seniority doesn't mean he's right for the job, girl. God, that is so fucking... I want to get Peter Principal tattooed on me somewhere. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It was just like, this is the... It's the Peter Principal of dating. Like, sometimes they max out at boyfriend that I seriously love that but that's such a real thing of like I spent so much time on this I don't want to give up on it now it's Mm -hmm. that is that's called the sunk cost fallacy where it's like 
all you don't want all of the work that you've put in to be for nothing and that's so fucking universal like when you're with somebody for so long it's like we yeah. can't give up on it now i work so hard on it it's like no maybe you got it you peter principled out my guy if i and then if i kick him to the curb some other girl is gonna reap the benefits mm-hmm. of my hard work i think about that constantly but that's not true that's no. not true it's not i gotta keep reminding myself of that too I gotta keep reminding myself of it because you really do like the amount of work that I put into my house, like the amount of pain that I went through to like make. I didn't like. I don't want to take credit for all the work that he did because he did a lot of work on himself. But still, like I went through the hell of him like getting to be the person that he is now, and now somebody else just gets to like get the best versions of him. Uh uh-uh. uh. But what about you? Like he he broke your heart, and then you were like, oh wait. I'm too good to be treated like this. Yes. So now I'm going to go find someone who can meet my expectations. Yes, indeed. And I got <laughs> high-ass expectations, so watch watch out, world. <laughs> and then some people just have different expectations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe that man needs to be in a different career field. <laughs> maybe he does. He can go be someone else's husband because it's easier for him to meet those job requirements mm-hmm. so peter principle <laughs> the peter principle. peter principle <laughs> but sound words of advice um i was also hoping we could talk about butt stuff i am into that idea i'm gonna crack another one for this conversation have some butt stuff what updates some butt dates <laughs> for you i i can't okay hold on i cannot believe that you and I have not really... Because t- we usually are talking constantly. And these mm-hmm. last few weeks, we've both been so busy. I'm so behind on your life. Did you do butt yeah. stuff? Um, Kind of. <gasps> yeah. Dive so, to, to start it off, guys, I make a lot of jokes about butt stuff. I... But I'm not experienced in it at all. So, uh, to summarize, when my boyfriend was home visiting family obviously we were sexting duh as you do yeah as, as is tradition <laughs> sexting your boyfriend when he's out of town um but i thought it would be fun if he like gave me like sexy tasks every morning so that's what we did and it is very fun i highly recommend like if you guys are long distance or like someone's gonna be gone for a while like if you're like one of you is like okay i want you to do this sexy task I don't know uh so he gave me a different one every morning and then he was like if you complete and he gave some of them like extra credit and then if I completed every single one by the time he came back then I would get a special surprise (laughs) and I I was like oh my god a gift (laughs) I'm gonna work my ass off (laughs) and then um I was like I kind of want to know what it is but I kind of like the idea of you keeping it a secret and he was like I think if I told you you'd work even harder and I was like well you know I'm gonna do all the things already so but he didn't tell you no, we kept it a secret. Oh, I was like, don't, so I was like, okay, don't fun. tell me, don't yes. tell me, because I'll be more excited when you do. Yeah, and I, I was, I was stoked. But um, yeah, and for those of you who are wondering what the surprise was, it was just like a week, a romantic weekend together. The best, <laughs> which is TBD. Surprise. We'll plan it later. Like, I, both of us need to be home for a while. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but anyways, one of the tasks was to purchase a butt plug your face <gasps> my so jaw I just did. hit the ground and what? wait do you ha- can i see it yeah this is exciting for i've never seen a butt plug in life. i have to find it hold on okay i'll if be it's right like back. gonna take a long time for you to find no, it don't worry about it I, I have a sex drawer okay oh i mean of course as one does as, as is tradition <laughs> i'm so oh it's in a nice little it's a it's nice a little, little velvet bag you guys wow it's smaller than i thought it was gonna be i don't well, know what i was expecting well some butt plugs are big but yeah. this is the one I got. <gasps> Ooh, it's pretty. So, Did you order it online? Yeah, I got it on Amazon. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it's I got a really small one. <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's like pretty. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be cute. <laughs> yeah. Right. Buttholes are already kind of weird to look at. Totally. I don't know. Um, can you explain like what the benefit of of a butt plug is? Um, I feel like I don't know. I've heard plenty of women say that they like come from anal. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I practiced by myself. Um, 
before, like, using it because I was nervous to try it, for yeah. obviously. Of course. And then um, I just wanted to, like, know how to use it before. And, like, also maybe I would hate it. Yeah. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to have some me time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and figure it out so i also googled how to put in a butt plug yeah <laughs> for the first time you have to be like super relaxed yeah yes. because like otherwise it's like that is the the key to it is being relaxed and also i would recommend like you know some foreplay before mm-hmm. putting in it you got to be in the mood because then you're a little more relaxed you're a little more prepared totally and then um yeah i lubed it up the first time i put it in i was like Ow! <laughs> yeah, it's a very sensitive so gland. <laughs> I removed it very quickly, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break for, like, maybe an hour, mm-hmm. do some research. Uh, do a little Googling, go to the lo- library. Look at a little bit of porn. Yeah. And and then get myself in the mood to, to try something new. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it, it was, like, a little more enjoyable okay. using it. Yeah, so I was way more comfortable with it. It wow. was definitely a lot more fun. I, like, masturbated with it in, and I came, like, instantly. Really? I was surprised. It snuck up on me very quickly. Wow. I was just, like, having a good time, and then suddenly I was having an orgasm. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I see the appeal. So then oh. when he came home, we used it. And, like, it was just a lot of fun. I think it just the idea of, like, of it in general was already very appealing and kind of, like, hot to both of us. It's just, like, it's more of the, yeah, the idea that, like, he assigned me this task and then, like, absolutely, I did and then we're going to use it. Yeah. And then, um, absolutely. That was definitely, like, some mind-blowing sex. <laughs> so, oh, so you had sex with it and that was my next question. Yeah, yeah. So was I that, did. like, too much? Like, was that, like, a lot mm-hmm. of? Uh, actually, no. Okay. Surprisingly not. Wow. Yeah, I felt great. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh-huh. This is a field that I know literally nothing about, so I'm learning right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I was learning too, and still wow. am. I, we've only used it the one time, but I was like, I need to talk about this butt stuff experience. Because uh, yeah. I, like, I'd always been kind of curious, mm-hmm. and um, like your butt, your, your butthole is so sensitive. So sensitive. Like, I've had a finger in there, and I didn't like it. So I've I was never, just like, mm. Never had anything. I mean, I've been, finger. I've been curious. So I've been like, hey, why don't we, like, you know, if stuff's heating up, like, why don't we try a finger? Yeah. Like. Why not? Yeah. Just slip it's your there. thumb in. Well, so many girls were like, hey, have your boyfriend slip slip his thumb in there. Okay. Like, I've a few had... years ago. And... Okay. Grandpa loves this conversation. I love. like, I got, I got things to say. I have an opinion. Um. I, I watched. No, I'm just <laughs> oh my god, yeah. He's like, um, third party here. I have things to say. Um, I've had a few guys ask me if if I want them to put their finger in my butt, and I'm like, nope, it's a one way street for me. But I'm also not a. I just like want to be really comfortable with the person that I try it with mm-hmm. for the first time. Like, I don't know exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, there's yeah. so many horror stories about like butt stuff. Like, it just kind of loosens everything up, and then you just like shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't. And everywhere I'm just like on a one night stand with this guy, you know. Stop. Yeah. So that's my. I'm. I wow. Butt stuff experience. Wow. Well, because we haven't really talked about sex in a while. No, we ha- so really I was haven't. Like that's true. We haven't. I, I my parents have been able to listen to the last three episodes. <laughs> well, there's some butt stuff. <laughs> there. Hey guys. Some butt stuff insight. <laughs> I keep looking at it like it's like. <laughs> like don't like it's contact. gonna like come out of its little bag. It has a nice little sh- nice little bag. Yeah. Did you it order was it very Amazon? cheap. I yeah, I ordered it from Amazon. I ordered a different one too, but it wasn't gonna come very quickly. Like it wasn't gonna be <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the plug didn't come quickly, but I did. <laughs> no, so uh, I ordered one from like some other website, and then um, when that one came in. So I ordered it to my boyfriend's house because I was going to be moving. And I was like, I don't want it to get mixed up with all of this stuff. Hey, I used to live in this building. I ordered a butt plug. (laughs) I think it's in the lobby. (laughs) you uh, forward that to me or something? No, so I sent it to his house. And then we, like, opened it together. And it's so big. I was like, what the fuck? Is that the smallest size they had? Um, No, it was just really pretty. Oh. So I was like, oh, I want a cute one. Yeah. I think it's like rose quartz or something. Wow. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I want this cute 
butt plug. Yeah. And so I ordered that one first, and then I was like, okay, I won't be here for a while. So then I ordered the Amazon one because I couldn't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I need to try this now. But I keep not wanting to. Order I'm too this curious from now. And then I have to know. Right. I have like a like delayed but, gratification issues. Like I keep yeah. ordering shit from Amazon because I was like, I want it in the next three hours. <laughs> the Amazon one was uh, very cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And very small yeah so that's really nice yeah but um we opened it and i was like this is significantly bigger than the other one (laughs) and i was like their reviews said like this is their first one and they liked it and he's like they probably like sort like put those reviews first and i was like oh yeah that's true they are on the website Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe i'll work my way up there yeah you might yeah might. otherwise i'll just have this nice uh rose quartz (laughs) for aesthetic that is hilarious yeah yeah, make it like a little like yeah decoration i mount it on the i also love the idea of like no one knowing what it is yeah (laughs) somebody's gonna come into your apartment and be like is that a butt plug like no it was my grandmother's (laughs) this is a family heirloom yeah how dare Uh, you (laughs) it's a a meditation stone (laughs) Where you want to put it is none of my business. Yeah, but. right. If you want to make it a butt plug, <laughs> by all means. Maybe I'll buy one. Now I'm curious. I'm going to have this whole sexual awakening soon. I feel it. I feel it in the air. Girl, that's what I had. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I I know. I I am, like, looking at you as, like, a beacon of hope for oh. me and my, and my sex future. Because, like, right now I'm, I'm hooking up with somebody and it's the best sex I've ever had by far consistently every single time and I feel like there's like a step that like I I'm like about to take in my sex life and like I'm seeing all of this Mm -hmm. like exploration you're doing because the sex is unbelievable but I'm not doing any sort of exploration I'm young yeah I want to explore a little it's and it's more encouraging when you're like with someone that you feel very comfortable Mm -hmm. with that you're like okay I feel safe like yeah exploring this yeah yeah, totally. That's the best. Yeah. It's the best. It feels like a little safe space. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. A sexual safe space. We'll say, oh, yeah. So cool. Well, and, like, I also think that it's encouraging when, like, um, this is the exact reason we have this podcast. Mm. Like, if you have friends talking about it and being like, yeah, I've done this and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, then you're like, well, maybe I will like that. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely. I'm always down for a good time yeah in, <laughs> in the bedroom yeah why not i mean well, like sex for me has always been kind of like just a thing mm. uh until more recently wow that's like within beautiful. the last like year yeah wow it's like an like an experience for you now mm-hmm. rather than just like a thing that like exists it, for a while it felt like maybe like a little bit of an obligation it never felt like i was an equal player yeah. in having sex that's huge um and i don't blame my partners for that like i think uh oh, it's definitely like my own thing that i had to work through and it's definitely because of like my, how my ex treated me yeah um yeah but now i don't feel that way at all like ha- yeah it feels like it's for both of us that's incredible when sex is for you as well it's such an empowering thing mm-hmm. i don't think that i ever expected that like oh i'm here because like i like this is also for me mm-hmm. has been not even just like empowering in like a sexual sense it's like empowering in a lot of senses and like the moment that you have a partner that like allows you to feel empowered and that you feel comfortable enough with yourself that you can feel empowered it changes everything sex entirely changes it's it's like i don't know it's a cool experience yeah it's not just like a yeah we fucked it's i think a lot of people i think that we are also a little lucky like living in seattle around so many open-minded yeah that's real that's so that um like it has been easier for me to work through the experiences I've had in the past of like men getting mad at me for not wanting to. Hook oh up. my or, god! What the fuck is that? Like my ex expecting it, mm. and then like mistreating me when I didn't want to have sex because I got to the point like before we broke up, I never wanted to have sex. I just remember like. Sometimes you just want to make out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, we'd be kissing. Oh or, like, he'd yes. have his hand on my leg. And I just would immediately, like, tense up because I knew he was going to start, like, pawing at me for sex. And it was never romantic. And it was uh-huh. never for me. And I was just like, 
that's I nice. don't want to fucking do this. It's like you don't even want to start making out with them because of that. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's that's like, exactly I how I felt. Or even like spooning. It's like spooning is going to mean something. It's like, no, sometimes I just like want other things. That is mm-hmm. on the nose. Mm-hmm. That is always how I felt. Mm-hmm. And so it took me a while to be like, okay, like I just want to have like a really passionate makeout session with this guy, but like I don't want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Is that so, too much to ask? No. And most people are very reasonable. You have been going through... The last time we recorded, you got an email from your ex. Okay. <laughs> Literally right when we were done recording. This is... Liz had to watch me have a panic attack, and that was a whole thing. I... As someone who was witnessing it, I was like, fuck, I don't know. I need to help. I so just don't, sweet. I probably seemed like I was like uh just waiting it out but i was like uh i was googling how to help someone having (laughs) so sweet i was like play it cool don't let her know that you're panicking (laughs) i had no idea i was like i thought maybe you were just like watching me and honestly like having you no i was like i'm not gonna look i'm just gonna let her have the panic attack it helps to have it around somebody because there's almost the added pressure of being like you gotta pull it together quick because you're gonna scare this person even though i knew i wasn't going to i was still like like, Amelia, like, Liz's, I am in Liz's apartment having a full panic attack. And I was thinking, like, if I was home when that, and I'll get into the story, but if I, if I was home when that happened, like, last time I had this whole, like, episode with him specifically, like, I went into a full, I, like, blacked out for 45 minutes. Like, that was the biggest panic attack I've ever had. And that's like, when you were in Florida, right? Uh-uh. I was, that was when my parents were in Florida, so I was home alone. Oh, and then they were like, you need to come out here. Yeah, and that was when I got um, my Xanax prescription re-upped because I called my mom 16 times in the middle of the night and she woke up thinking like I died and I was screaming at the top of my lungs for like an hour (laughs) yeah but my neighbors weren't home thank god because we live in townhouses so we like Mm -hmm. share a wall with the neighbor my mom was like if the neighbors were home the cops would have gotten called for sure because I was like it was bad um, so luckily I was with you this time, so I could, like, pull it together, and then I went That's to Katie's totally happened right to me after. where I'm, like, I'm about to have a panic attack, but then other people are around, and you're, like, okay, I, I'm We're gonna dead. find a thing to focus on, uh-huh. and, like, catch my breath. Yeah, grounding really helps. That's the thing. It's, like, okay, what can I see? What can I hear? What can I smell? Like, that's what mm-hmm. has been working for me. But also, the last time I had a panic attack, just in general, not about him, I was in my therapist's office. <laughs> And she watched me have it so she could tell me what I do when I have a panic attack, which was really helpful. The best person to watch a panic attack. I was attack. like, this is perfect. Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's just, let's just ride this one out. Um, she told me that when I have a panic attack, I like, like breathe in a lot, but I never mm. breathe out. And so like, it gets me lightheaded and then like keeps amping up mm. the panic attack. So I was able to like, like breathe out too, which helps a lot. Um, so anyway, it was kind of cool to like <laughs> be able to talk myself down from it. Yeah. Which was good. That's but huge. It was nice. So anyway, so getting into the story. So I haven't really talked about my ex much on the holy hour because like out of respect for him, because I it's really easy to find out who he is if you don't know me, but I've since cleared out everything from all of my social media that has to do with him. Yeah. That's huge. I archived all of his photos. I made all of my photos on Facebook private just so mm-hmm. like... I blocked him on Facebook, but still, like, he had commented a bunch, I guess. Um, somebody messaged me and was like, hey, just so you know, it's, like, really easy to find out, like, who he is just based on, like, comments, like, you know. So I, like, did a whole scrub. So I feel safe talking about it now. Last time I talked about him was that I was stopping dating so that I could focus on getting over him. And then I saw him soon thereafter, and... Um, It was like, I don't even want to get into how it happened, but basically like (laughs) we saw each other and he made a move and he like did all this shit to make me feel like he was progressing with me and like how he was feeling about me and like wanting to try again. So I got in my head again for the first time in a year that he was interested in like sparking well, things back up. Do you guys say I love you to each other? Yeah. I mean, he was saying like, I love you on the phone. He was saying stuff like he doesn't want to lose me and like he doesn't want to see me with anybody else, like all this shit. So, um, can I please jump in? Yeah. So, obviously, like, I knew all this, and then other people listening don't know this, and then when you got that email from him, it was cold-blooded. Oh, yeah. It was 
insanely cruel. Well, yeah. So <laughs> that brings us like, to... Like, my heart dropped into my stomach honestly, reading it. Honestly, that was the fucking worst. I'll, I'll speed up the story because it, it could, like... It could, it could take, on. like, literal yeah. weeks to talk about it because there's so much context. Um, But, like, over, like, the last few weeks after I'd seen him, we were talking quite a bit. He was saying stuff like, he doesn't want to be with me, but he doesn't want to be with anyone. Like, it's not me. He just wants to, like, focus on himself. He just started feeling good, and so he just wants to, like foster that feeling and and focus on himself so so then I asked him if he ended up getting involved with someone else to tell me because I don't want to hear through the grapevine that he's with someone else finding out like finding out because they didn't tell you fucking sucks so much worse well and the last time he started dating someone um Amelia had a bad feeling about that girl but then also someone kept like anonymously messaging Amelia mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... Why is that a thing? I don't know. Like, the anonymous messages? I don't know. That is the thing that keeps happening to you. I also don't know how, because I've been looking up, like, how to send anonymous messages, because I'm like, is there an app? Like, could I track out, like, who it is through the... Like, an app? But there's no app. So I think it's what's... Like, somebody makes just, like, a blank account and then deletes it after they see that I read the message, because I can never answer, and when you click through the profile, it doesn't exist. But I got a message back um, in, what was that, January from somebody that was just like, hey, your ex is dating, enter name here, just thought that you should know. And so I had to message him and say... Hey, like, I got this fucking like, weird. I just sent him a screenshot and he was like, can I call you? And that was like two months after we broke up. After, and we were on a break. <laughs> like a whole Ross and Rachel situation. So that was pretty shitty. But anyway, so. Um, this cold-blooded email. Mm-hmm. The last time they recorded. So yeah, that brings us to now. Where I asked him if he was dating somebody else, if he could just tell me. And he said, I don't think that that's healthy. And I said, I just would rather not find out through the grapevine. That's all that I want. I just want to find out <laughs> from you. All I'm asking for is honesty. All I've asked for for the last year is honesty. He was like, okay, yes, we can agree on that. I need space because my dad's coming to town. I said, okay. A week later, I started to notice that he was removing all of my friends as followers on Instagram and he was private. And I was like, that's a little shady. What's going on? And then I got a screen recording from somebody of his story and he was with the girl that he was dating back in January. <laughs> it was like a picture of them at a wedding. My like eyebrows are up to my hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It was a very coupley photo. And so I texted him and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what, like, what is going on? Um, he never answered. And then I called him the next day, Sunday, when we were recording. And it went right to voicemail. So I knew that he had blocked my number. And then I called from a blocked number and it rang. So I like confirmed that. (laughs) And then I emailed him like a fucking psycho. Cause it's like, how the hell, like, what are you, are you just going to fade into the mist and just like expect me to be okay with that? And (laughs) yeah, like, (laughs) right. Like that meme. (laughs) Just like disappear. (laughs) Uh, I love you. (laughs) I want to be with you. Not right now. But yeah, right. I don't want to be with anybody was his exact, his exact words. Um, and when I asked him if he would tell me if he was with someone, he said that he wasn't at that point. So I'm not that like, too. I'm not like with them physically. Like mm-hmm. they're not sitting next to me. Y- yeah. Right. Is that what you mean? Is that, yeah. That's what you're asking, right? <laughs> okay. I love you. That's good enough, right? <laughs> yeah, I love you. When we, Bonk. when we hung up the phone after that conversation, he said, I love you when we hung up the phone. He said it first. So anyway. I hate him. So I emailed him and I was like, what is going on? Like, did something happen? Like, are you upset at me about something? Like, I'm freaking out. Just tell me what I did wrong. And then like, I'll leave you alone. Like, I'm getting your message loud and clear. He didn't answer for like three hours. I have actually, I don't even need to read the email because I've memorized it by now. Right after we like hit stop on recording our, our Halloween episode, I get the notification that he emailed me back. And all it said was... <laughs> This is after nine years, you guys. Nine years. This is how he decided to end it. He says, (laughs) Amelia, after a lot of time and thought, I've realized where my heart is and it it is not with you. Please do not contact her or I anymore. I need to be happy and so do you. I wish the best for you. I truly do. First of all, why the fuck would I ever reach out to her? I've never in my life reached out to, like, an ex's new girl. And he knows that that's not in my nature. So, like, first of all, that's fucked up. Second of all, like... I feel like it's probably him trying to get in front of, like, 
you being like, hey, by the way, on this day we hooked up and he said I love you to me. Right. Which, you know, I easily could. Because that's fucked up. Because a lot of people are like, I bet he cheated on her with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people are also saying that they think she wrote the email. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think that she was probably applying some sort of pressure. But I don't think she wrote the email. I don't know. Who knows? I'll never know. Literally, almost the exact fucking thing happened to me. Yeah. Like... Yeah, the like, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. or maybe just a year ago. I don't know. The icing out is the most inappropriate fucking way to end a long relationship. It is so immature, and it would be one thing if like I was just like trying really really hard to get back together with him, and he was like giving me no signs, and then he like needed to block me because I was crazy. Like he was giving me these indications that like he was moving along romantically with me, and it was like what I had been working hard at for like a while at that point. So. I never answered. I wrote a very long email, like, in my notes section back to him. But then I was like, for what? Like, he's probably not going to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I just need to give myself closure because I'm never going to have context that I need. I'm never going to know what happened. I'm never going to know the truth of it. And, like, that's, that's really the worst fucked part. up. Yeah, it's it the is. hardest part, and it's the worst part, is not knowing. Right. I have nothing to And then it's like, okay, clearly you don't have the maturity to just tell me the fucking truth. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations for... <laughs> making this even harder seriously it's it was so cruel we have said this so many times the easiest and best thing you can do is just tell the truth yes even if it hurts tell the truth yeah yeah because now i have the pain of like what happened and also the pain of being betrayed and like this was a betrayal on so many fucking levels like it, it was just so it's so fucked up that like he would think that nine years we grew up together like we yeah. dated all through college and then like three years after college he think he's he's punishing me for the audacity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I asked for some space um back in fuck what was that September of 2019 just for like a, like a sec because like he had asked for a couple of breaks in the past and I took him back right away and I never made use of this of the space like I I was worried about what he was doing the whole time while he was like fucking like gallivanting off. Um, and he started dating her, like, fu- like immediately. Like, he jumped ship so fucking fast after telling me that he was going to wait. And so I started dating. And that was when I, like, really hit the ground running with dating. And then he st- found out that I was dating through the holy hour. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait, you're dating other people? Right. Like, oh, sorry. Like, I'm just think I'm going to, like, wait around, like, while you're creating this new life? No, that's not how it fucking works. What is so, like surprising to me about this whole thing is like I feel like I've like I was hypnotized it's such a weird feeling I know exactly what you mean I like the second you're like I got that email who were either of yes exactly and it was almost instant I was like what the fuck have I been doing like it was so it was so weird and like for the first time in nine years literally (laughs) I feel like I'm making decisions for myself like even when I was like dating and like meeting all these amazing guys there's still a part of me that was like well I have to keep myself like semi-available like just in case he comes back and like for the first time I'm like making choices for myself like even stupid shit like posting pictures on Instagram like just like for me and like not in case like he sees it you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I'm making decisions like completely like as an individual for the first time and it's it's weird because you recognize you're like fuck that was like that behavior was so influenced by these feelings I didn't even want to admit to myself yes yes and like when you're hypnotized to that level it's just like once the fog is gone you're just like well yeah what the fuck was I doing (laughs) and like I, I was putting so much energy into some somebody that I didn't even know anymore like the person that I broke up with in last year is an entirely different person than the person that sent me that email. And that is very scary. Um, I don't even recognize it. It's insane that you're saying this right now because I was going through an old notebook. It might even be... No, it's over there. Um, I was going through this old notebook uh, to find a piece of paper to, like, just write my grocery list on. And I found a letter I had written to my ex. And um, it was, like... I never sent it to him, or obviously it's still in his notebook, but, like, um, I had written, like, I, the person you have become is not the person I fell in love with, and I, like, 
don't recognize you anymore. And that's terrifying to me. And it's true. Like, um, he just was not, like, he had become this person that was, like, so different than the person I fell in love with. Yes. That and is... then you stick around because you're like, I know that person's there. Uh-huh. Yes. But sometimes they're, they're not. not. Yeah. That's exactly right. It sucks because, like, and I've, I think I've said this on the podcast before. It might have been edited out because, like, I hadn't ever really wanted to talk about him. But, like, he loved me exactly how I felt that I deserved to be loved and then more. Like, he loved me so much and I loved him so much. And, like, to have to separate my brain from that version of him has been really, really painful because, mm-hmm. like, he was, tr- like, my absolute best friend and I, and that was another big reason I didn't want to talk about him on the podcast because, like, I respected him so much and, like, I loved him so much. And, like, the blatant lack of respect that he has shown me, like, just in the past two months, like, since I saw him has been, it's, it is like he is no longer there. Like, yeah. Well, and he got, like, upset that you had this podcast. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a big red flag to me. I was like, okay, he's so jealous of you having a thing Mm -hmm. without him Mm -hmm. and um another thing that I had seen in the letter I had written to my ex he I I had forgotten that he had said this to me but he was like he would he kept saying like um you're always going to be part of me and then I was like I don't want anything I've done or like I don't want any piece of me to be part of who you are now because Mm -hmm. who you are now is atrocious (laughs) I don't want any association with the person you've become wow and um I don't think I ever said that to him either but that's what I had written in that letter I was just like I don't want to be a part of the version you are now like and I think that's also like a testament to how much um I've changed Mm -hmm. like and how much he's changed, obviously, but it's just, like, I've, I don't know. Yeah, you just grow in different directions from people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you've, uh, you outgrow people for sure. And that was pretty obvious when I moved to Seattle, and then mm-hmm. he, I think, I honestly think he always knew after I agreed to move that he was not going to meet the expectations I have for how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And, um... He's, like, married now, and he's married to the girl he rebounded with and cheated on. (laughs) So I think that, you know, her agreeing to marry him despite him cheating on her, um, that's something I would never do. Yeah. I would never stay with or forgive someone for doing that. Mm -hmm. And he found someone who will allow that. And, like, that's the kind of partner he needs Mm -hmm. is someone who will forgive that behavior, but that's not me. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be me. Yeah. So absolutely. I think like that's probably more of a more extreme example of like why it never would have worked. Yeah. But he gave me so many reasons to not trust him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have a doubt in my mind that he probably cheated on me. Like, I'll never know the truth. But yeah. But I mean like fuck. Like when someone says, um, you're the only person I've never cheated on. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, statistically, you're lying to me. Yeah, right. (laughs) And you're a man of math. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, how about you do the math for me on that one, my guy? You pulling a Trump on me? Yeah, (laughs) right. It kind of sounds like it. It was awful. God, I'm so fucking sorry. I've been cheated on in almost every relationship I've been in. (laughs) So the the math is kind of against me, too. (laughs) We'll find you a different one. Oh, my God. when you're ready. I know. Well, now, so, like, when I talked about, like, so this is kind of (laughs) this is probably not right to say but like I really am very focused on like myself and like getting to know myself right now and I'm 100% dedicated to that but last time I talked about him I was like not gonna date anyone like I need to focus on getting over him and like I feel over him but like not not over the situation I'm not over the relationship but I'm not like I can for the first people keep asking me like what if he came back tomorrow and asked for you back and You're I like, can confidently this ain't say, the motherfucking course bride yeah <laughs> goodbye <laughs> bye I know He's this, is gone. The, this is the first time in nine years that like I would say that's no. the best feeling too yeah when you're like uh when my mom told me that my ex was engaged she was like did you ever think you would get back together with him and I was like absolutely not 
Like, it got to a point where I was like, I would never take him back. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing he could do or say that would fix anything. That is such an empowering fucking feeling. And when you get there, you're like, I'm glad. And there's always going to be steps that, like, there's going to be something that happens that is going to put you even more on the right path. I know. Even more where you're like, oh, I need to work on this. Yeah, yeah. Internally. And, like, the more you do that and work it out in your head, the further along you are. Yeah. And... Like, I still don't forgive my ex, mm-hmm. and I also don't, I'm, like, at peace not having to forgive That's him. That's the thing. I think you can, I think you can move on peacefully without, like, forgiving the person who hurt you, and that's, that is a powerful fucking move, too, mm-hmm. to be like, I do not forgive you, and it does not bother me that I don't. Like, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge, because I really don't think I'm gonna ever gonna forgive my ex. Like, what no. he's done... And, like, I think for sure, I, I'm feeling very empowered right now. But and like if I, you forgive him, I won't. So so somebody will be around to remind me. Someone will never forgive him. I If you're listening. <laughs> I'm not God, but I'll never forgive you. I bet he is listening. I bet somebody <laughs> is going to tell him about well, this. Well, he, so, like, so my favorite thing that Amelia has done with this breakup is she started just, like, sharing how she was doing on tiktok it's like such a great thing how badass is that (laughs) to just be like fuck it i am not okay and i'm gonna talk about it and i don't i don't care if you don't want people to know like if you don't want to know if you don't want people to know that your behavior sucks then don't do it (laughs) yes like yes. you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna treat you like shit, and I hope you don't tell anyone. Uh-huh. Fuck you. No, you don't. You don't. No, no, like, you're so right. <laughs> like if you don't want people to talk about your shitty behavior, then don't I, do shitty things. Yeah, exactly. Period. The thing about him is like he every time he did something shitty, and I was like, that's shitty. He'd be like, oh no, it's not. Like he would gaslight me, like making a move on me when I saw him. I asked him about that, and he was like, oh, it just felt natural. It didn't really mean anything. That is gaslighty. You don't get to tell me the experience that I had was not true because you don't want to take responsibility for yeah. it. Period. And so I started this thing on TikTok where the night that he sent me that email, I was at home alone and I was I was sitting there and I was thinking and I was like, I wish that I could just like see like videos of like chapters of someone's healing so that I could see it get better day over day. And I was like, why don't I just fucking do it? And I was like, I bet like 50 people are going to see it. I woke up in the morning and it had like 6,000 views, my day one thing. And as the day went on, it's it's at like 850,000 views now. <laughs> it's been sent like 3,000 times. Because well, I texted you to check in on you. And then you were like, I made a TikTok talking about this. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, mm. I was like, oh my God, she did that. I was so like... I'm reading the comments. I, like, started crying. I was just like, oh, my God, all of these women have, like, gone through something similar. Like, because I think, like, this is the truest thing is that heartbreak feels so lonely. It's so isolating. You feel so alone. Mm -hmm. But it is such a universal experience. Yes. It's been so good for me. Everybody has been so fucking kind. And I'm really lucky. I have such an incredible support system in real life. Real life. Like, TikTok is in real life. In person. Mm-hmm. But, like, to have now Complete I have t- strangers who owe me nothing be like, here's my experience. I have 55 unread messages on Instagram right now from people that are just like sharing their stories with me because they can't message me on TikTok if I don't follow them. I love that. It has been so incredible. Like, everybody, I don't, it's like I have this like itty bitty little community. And I posted this video yesterday for my day over day, and I'm like, hey, like, there is an entire election going on right now, and I don't feel right talking about myself. Uh, I was like, I know you guys probably don't care, but like, I just wanted to fill you in. I got all these comments from people that were like, oh my god, I've been refreshing your TikTok. I've been wondering when we'd hear from you. Like, we totally do care. Like, don't think that we don't. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> like, they're just such <laughs> nice friends. people. I feel like I've found such nice because be- uh, TikTok can I be love so that. mean. <laughs> yeah it can be and like but I, it's i feel like it's accurately mean like um if true. you are being a bum ass douchebag mm-hmm. you're gonna hear about it that's so true <laughs> that's so true and then every time anybody comes into my comments like being like a dick all the nice people attack them and then that person deletes their comment i have like a little mob <laughs> it's so nice well some fucker like 
on that first video was like, this is not the way you should be doing this. And I oh was like, God. okay, why don't you deal with your own heartbreak in your own time? This okay? was like my attack dog in the comments. I was so it. fucking annoyed. I that was, was like, somebody that well, claimed. maybe he uh, shouldn't behave this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he wouldn't have to feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How do we take it's that just like now, now he's being like forced to feel bad about it. Yeah. I mean... Like, it's, that person And that's not your problem. To know. They're like, I know both, both sides. I was like, bitch, get out of here. Right. I'm, I'm like, clearly you don't. They were saying stuff like, him and I had different ideals about kids. N- no. The kids was, like, one of the things that we agreed about. So I'm like, you are clearly getting false information or you don't know both of us. <laughs> it's one of, it's one of the two. So like, Well, and if they really did know both of you, they would just talk to you themselves. Yeah. They wouldn't be like, I'm going to make an anonymous account. No. I'm tired of that shit. Mm -hmm, Me too. Stop making anonymous accounts. It's fucking dumb. This has been a theme now. Fuckers, yeah. Um, I did not have any anonymous account business until (laughs) you and I started recording a podcast. mm -hmm. I was just like... No, it's it's fucking so skeezy. But, but Liz was reminding me, I was thinking, when when I got that comment from that person, I was like, I hope you, you handle this in a more mature way. And I messaged Liz, and I was, like, kind of freaking out about that, that, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, what if he sees this? Liz was like, you're allowed to talk about this however you want to talk about it. And that's so fucking true, and that just, like, put more wind in my sails, and I was like, I'm doing this every fucking day. Because, like, I felt so empowered to do it until that person came into my comments, and so now I need to just keep, like reminding myself why I'm doing it and like this is my experience and like it's helping a lot of people clearly like people are telling me that it's helping them. Yeah creating a community around heartbreak I think is like a very um useful way of like to use your energy. Yeah I think so too. Because yeah you're talking about the truth of like what happened Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the focus is how you're finding healing. Yes. And Not everyone knows how to do that. And I think another important thing to mention is, like, not everyone has access to therapy. Mm -hmm. So, like, that secondary, like, insight is really helpful. Yeah. And, like, when you started making those videos and I was just like, yeah, I actually wish that I had, like, some sort of community like this when I was going through it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been so... I just had to tap into my rage. That was all I had was <laughs> anger. <laughs> and now that it's gone, I'm like, I don't want to work out. I want to lay down. <laughs> that's that's a form of self-care. Yeah, that's true. I like that. Um, no, it's been it's been good. Oh, it's like, I love myself too much. Fuck. Yeah, I'm just gonna... <laughs> guess I'm just, just gonna, gonna take a nap. Horizontal eat like grandpa. <laughs> um, but it's like whenever I'm sad or angry or depressed or anything, like I need to channel that towards something productive. Like that's just like how I cope is like being like, okay, how can I use this? And I feel like I found the thing. It's been really good. Yeah. And now it's kind of propelled me to like take things into my own hands even more. Like I called my therapist again and like I'm on a new SS. SSRI after like a whole fucking nightmare of a first SSRI experience. Will you um, explain what an SSRI yes. is for Thank people for who asking. don't know? I including don't know. maybe me. Let's I find out. Know. Ooh, we're going to learn today. <laughs> what does she know? <laughs> I, I, Let's I find out. <laughs> I don't 100% like know the science behind it. I know there's SRIs and SSRIs. Um, so I'm not even going to pretend like I know the difference. But um, an SSRI is an anti-anxiety, anti-depression medication. Um, I took um Lexapro the first time and it was a fucking nightmare like I and and this is a thing that when you're trialing mental health drugs like a lot of people have to try a few things and sometimes you have to Mm -hmm. be like a cocktail of things based on like how you react to the first thing and it was it was a mess the first psychiatrist that I've had everybody knows by now (laughs) was a dick bag and like I didn't want to take anything that he gave me so I met this new I (laughs) we have new insurance through work which is so nice and so I found a whole host of new psychiatrists and I found a psychiatric nurse who is like my twin flame. I love her so much. She is so warm and she understands like when I talk to it's her. It's so hard to find the right therapist, the right psychiatrist. So hard. It's like dating. It yeah. really, really is. It's like, who's the person that's going to click with me the best? And it's hard to like not get disappointed. Yes. Yeah. I still can't find a psychiatrist. It's hard work. I should give you her name, too. Yeah. Like, I really, really think you'd like yeah. her. Please she's, take me. Yeah. She's, so much. And she's doing all telehealth right now, too. So Oh, good. Yeah. She's just incredible. And, like, she was basically, like, 
I hear you and I understand your anxieties around this and we're going to do whatever you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. She like drew out a picture of like synapses, synapses, like brain synapses for me to show me like why I like can't be happy (laughs) and like, like what I'm lacking and how SSRIs help with like my norepinephrine and like my dopamine receptors. Like they, they aren't, they're like pumping out too much than they're receiving. Like she was explaining all this shit to me and like drawing me graphs. And I was like, okay, I'll take anything you give me. So she let me start really, really slow on this new, I'm taking Prozac. I feel like a 50 year old woman. (laughs) I feel like that's like such like a middle-aged woman But her reasoning was so good. And I mean, I think that this is probably a common fear for a lot of people, myself included, is just like taking a medication is scary. Yeah, You're like, okay, so this is going to change my brain chemistry. Yes. And then Katie told you this, that you've told me uh, therapy changes your brain chemistry. Mm -hmm. So when you put it in that perspective, it's just like everyone I've talked to who has taken antidepressants has said that therapy has been more effective for them once they start taking antidepressants. It's like the extra tool to kind of like get you there. Yeah. Which is, I'm so fucking hyped. also, I know I I know tons of people too who only take them for a period of time. Yep. Because like situational depression is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think everyone's been there at some point. So you don't have to panic if you're just like going through it right now. You can have situational depression. Yeah, you're allowed to have that. That's a thing. And what these- and you also only have your life frame of reference. You yes. don't have to be like. Ugh, I shouldn't feel like this because there's so much worse things happening to other people. That's something I get caught up in a lot. I'm like, what do I have to be depressed about? It's like, no, Amelia, you have a chemical imbalance and that's why you're depressed. Like, you could have everything in the fucking world and everything could be dandy. Like, the state of the world could be dandy and you you would still be sad because, like, that's how your brain is making you feel. And how my psychiatrist explained it was, like, because I'm on, like, a nine-month to to 12-month kind of, like, that's how long we're planning on having me on it because it... What it does is it, like, resets your synapses is what it does so that they, like, function more, like, efficiently by themselves. Like, it just kind of resets everything. So it's not, like, the drug that's really doing the work. It's your brain is doing the work with the help of the drug. So I'm, like, does that mean that I'm not going to be depressed after all of this? I don't know. Maybe I'll be on it my whole life. But, like, I feel so, like, empowered right now to just, like, take my mental health into my own hands and, like, like... Okay. <laughs> Give you a standing ovation. It feels really cool. And like the first week of Prozac not being a total nightmare. Like last night, I kind of started to feel like a little d- dissociated. It was scary, but I was able to be like, okay, nope, this is the drugs. Like I'm not like falling into like a, a pit right now. Like this is actually just like my brain is getting used to these drugs I'm taking. So I don't know. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. Like I think this is going to be a really good thing for me. And I'm so ready to stop being sad and anxious. Like... <laughs> I'm just so done with it. And it's not going to just go away, too. It's just going to help me, like, get the tools in my tool belt that I need to Mm -hmm. be the best version of myself. I'm very interested to see how you're going to, like, think about the past in a few months Mm -hmm. and see this experience in, like, six months. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Everyone's telling me to, like, do out with my first TikTok, like, every month. Ooh, uh-huh. I, I really like good that. Idea. So it'll be cool to look back on it. Well, so when you have, after you were sharing like um, your updates on TikTok, I was like, you know what? I'm on the other end of this now. Mm-hmm. So I'd like, I was going through my old pictures because I was deleting a whole bunch of old stuff on my phone. And I saw like, I, I was like, I want to share this on Instagram. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did do that like kind of, kind of comparison of like my old picture of where I just like originally I thought that picture was so cute and then I was looking at like a more recent picture of myself and I was like this is like not even like my best picture of myself Mm. and the difference is insane like I edited that first picture and the second picture I did not edit at all same phone yeah wow the natural sunlight in both Guys, I have aged in reverse. So she actually has. She's like because Benjamin I Button. and it was like two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and I like I looked like looking at myself in that picture. I just looked very sad, and it's because I was very sad, mm-hmm. and like my life was like up in the air at that point, and 
I was in this relationship that was just like, I'm still getting my way out of like the effects that it's had on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like We do for a long time. And it's hard to not be enraged about it sometimes where I'm just like, you treated me so poorly and were able to manipulate me and I like pride myself on being like a smart and cognizant person and this person was able to make me feel so like alone and bad about myself this is the thing it's like about forgiving people people always say it's like the mature thing to do is like forgive people but I think that allowing yourself to not forgive someone is like an act of self-respect in a sense because you're able to look back now and be like how the fuck did you ever treat me like that like fuck you and staying mad about that says a lot about like how much you respect yourself so I think that that's a powerful thing and well and I tell people now like I um the relationship I'm in right now like yeah, it is very new, but, like, the thing I like about it is just that we're so candid and honest with each other yeah. that and respectful of each other's feelings, and, like, the more I think about it, I'm like, I could never go back to any other type of relationship, like, even friendships. Like, I, this is the only kind of relationship I want to have in my life where, yes. like, we both can share how we feel and know that we're going to be heard and respected. Yes. And, like, yeah, that I, like, obviously I can't say that, like, I was definitely not the person I am now when I was in that relationship, but, like, my, I just remember my chest always hurt. My chest constantly hurt, like, my stomach always hurt. Mm. I, like, constantly had gas. Oh, God. <laughs> and um, my skin was really bad, and, like, I don't know. I just did not like feel good about myself I didn't feel good in general and then like just seeing the side-by-side comparison like even I needed to see it I was just like holy shit (laughs) I am on the other end of this like and yeah stuff is still gonna come up that I'm gonna work on but it's not gonna be impossible now Mm -hmm. whereas before it just absolutely the I feel like (laughs) my therapist has done so much like unraveling Mm -hmm. that now like when we talk it's more like a conversation and less of her like okay yeah let's go back to this thing because it's problematic (laughs) yeah yeah that's really that's cool that you like you are able to attack things differently now like that Mm -hmm. it's been unraveled for you the the psychosomatic effects that like a relationship has on you when it's bad is something I don't think people talk about enough like people like losing a lot of weight when they're in a bad relationship because they're just like nauseous all the time yeah like that is a real thing oh that my is friends universal my friends told me I looked sick mm-hmm. they, they were like you are like glowing now <laughs> and this was even just um after like a few months of living in Seattle they're wow. like you seem so happy even though I was going through this breakup where I felt like shit like I still was like my soul was just like okay this is the right thing like, I am on the right path. And yeah. even though it's hard, I'm doing, I'm making the right steps for myself. Mm-hmm. And my job was a huge, made a huge difference. Yes. Like, I just finally felt like I was in a place that I needed to be in. I, I had a moment yesterday where I was, like, kind of, like, cleaning stuff up. And I, like, caught a glimpse of myself in that mirror. And I, like, got chills because I was, like, looking out these big windows in Seattle with, like, the rain on the windows. And I was just, like... Mm-hmm. holy shit like this is my place. I live here I live in Seattle I like live in this apartment by myself and I'm in love with it and yeah. I have these two awesome cats and uh-huh. like I have this job that I moved here for I wow, don't know what a moment yeah I was just like holy fuck this is like what it's all about this is what I've been working for yeah <laughs> seriously it's so good this is like a testament to, to trusting your gut because you mm-hmm. had that last place that you could have moved into before that you were like yeah happy about but you were like excited about and then when you texted me that like you're like I found the perfect place and it's base it's mine if I want it I was like oh no this is it like you just mm-hmm. seemed more excited about it and now you're fucking here yeah it's huge yeah okay fuck Mary kill spongebob Squidward <laughs> and Sandy. Oh, and Sandy. Yeah, we're gonna throw Sandy in there. I was gonna say Patrick, but gotta throw no. a girl Sandy in there. <laughs> um, I would marry Sandy. <laughs> Why? 
Um, she's just reliable. Uh-huh. She's got that like bossy girl energy that I think is really hot. She's a great house. Yeah. She's got her shit together. She has a lot of plants. Yeah. You like plants? I do. I have killed a couple. She'll keep them alive. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Between, between Spongebob and Squidward. Mm-hmm. I'd probably fuck Squidward. That's what I was thinking too. Because <laughs> Spongebob would drive me nuts. Oh, for sure. He would not be a good fuck or... And he's gay, you know? That's true. And the creators did say that. I'll marry him if he needs a beard, but if I have to live with him, I will launch myself into the sun. Absolutely. So I think I would just kill Spongebob. That's fair. I would probably say the same. He's very annoying. You couldn't marry Squidward. Because, like, no, he's, he's, he's such a Debbie Downer. I can't deal with that. Squidward feels like he'd, like, do a really good, like, hate fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I can't say this with a straight face. But, like, not for marriage. No. Mm-hmm. You would no. resent him after, like, a month. I need to marry someone stable like Sandy. Yeah. Sandy is an established bitch. And, like, mm-hmm. you know she would go to bat for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good I, answer. I didn't come prepared with a Mary Fuck Kill. That's okay. I feel like that was... All right. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, thank you so much. This has been great. This has felt like therapy for me. I've missed doing this. Yeah. I've, uh, I can't believe it's been three weeks. It feels totally like not that long ago, but also forever ago. Yes. And I'm just glad that we're back at it. Me too. Be more consistent with it. Yeah, I'm glad we're back at it again with the white fans. With the white claws. Back at it again with the white claws. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Love you. (laughs) I'm going to try. Wait, I want to harmonize with you. Okay. Wait, no, you have to stay. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I panicked. (laughs) 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 Now I'm laughing. Okay, bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.